Welcome to the podcast of Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. We hope that you enjoyed listening to the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. If you have a Bible, and I hope you do, if you would open up your Bibles to uh, Genesis chapter 3. And you might ask, what does Genesis chapter 3 have to do with Christmas? Everything. It has everything to do with Christmas. Um, there's a verse to the song, Joy to the World, that uh, it actually was cut out of the, the version that we sung. Joy to the World has a verse that says, uh, let me find it real quick. I have it memorized, I just, uh, in the nervousness of the moment, can't remember. (laughs) Okay. No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow, far as the curse is found. That's a song we sing at Christmas time, and we kind of wonder, and sometimes the words get cut out of different variations of, of the song, Joy to the World, because we don't really know what to do with this language about a curse. What is it that Jesus came to do? Well, let's look at Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3 is a chapter that tells us about the fall of mankind. God made human beings. He made us to be good. He made human beings for paradise in a garden, living forever. He made us to enjoy fellowship with Him. And He gave our first parents, Adam and Eve, one command not to eat from the tree of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. They transgressed that command, and from that In these verses before us, in in Genesis chapter 3, we see that there was a curse that had effects on all who came after Adam and Eve. I'll go ahead and read beginning in verse 14. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock, above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat. All the days of your life, I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring, and he shall bruise your head, and he shall bruise, and you shall bruise his heel. And the woman, and to the woman he said, I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing. In pain you shall bring forth children, your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. And to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of the fruit of the tree which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. God pronounces a curse on the serpent. This ancient serpent from of old, as the book of Revelation said, 
Satan. Pronounced a curse on the serpent. And then he turns and he gives us a promise. Some have called this the first announcement of the gospel in the Bible. Verse 15, which is where I'll I'll place my time. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. It's this passage that we see a promise of a Messiah that is to come. God created us for paradise. We have all fallen. We have all sinned. And because of that, we have all experienced pain and sickness and death. We experience painful toil as we work the ground or whatever we do for an occupation. We become frustrated with our employment situations and all kinds of of things. We get frustrated because of our health problems that we just can't seem to figure out. All these different things come into our lives because of this curse. But here, Jesus, here God is telling us that there is one who is coming who will put an end to the old serpent of old. God tells the serpent, He shall bruise His heel. And you shall bruise, I'm sorry, He shall bruise your head, and He shall bruise... Let me get this straight. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise His heel. One of my favorite scenes from the movie, The Passion of the Christ... You may have seen it, you may have not. As Jesus prays in the Garden of Gethsemane, you see this snake that's coming to Jesus. And whenever Jesus gets up after He prays, He stomps on the head of the serpent and kills it. That's this passage. Throughout the Old Testament... From, from this very chapter of Genesis, from chapter 3, on throughout the rest of the Old Testament, they were looking for this promised Messiah. They were looking for this one who would come and set all things right. They were looking for the one who would come, who would be a descendant of Eve, a seed of the woman, a descendant of Eve who would come and destroy the works of the devil. You fast forward a little bit. Eve, she has a child. Part of the curse was that there would be painful pain within childbearing. And yet, she overcomes the curse with God's help. And she gives birth to this child and she thinks, maybe this is the one. Maybe this is that seed that God promised. Maybe He will be the Messiah. No such luck. She gives birth to another child, Abel. Cain and Abel are out in the field together and Cain is jealous of his brother because of the gift that he had given to the Lord. 
and he kills his brother. And Eve may be wondering, Lord, I thought you were sending the one, I thought you were sending this one who would crush Satan's head for us. Well, it wasn't through Cain, but Eve gave birth to another child named Seth. And she thought, this one, this one, maybe he'll be the one. And you next read of a genealogy that goes from one man to another man to another man, tracing out the line of Seth. And each time you... Each time someone is born, you're thinking, will this be the one? Will this be the seed of the woman who will come and crush the serpent's head? And each time it ends with the phrase, and he died. And then you come to one named Enoch. And it says, He was not, for God took him. He didn't die. Showing us there was the possibility that we can have life eternal if we walk with God. And then another couple of generations pass, and you have Lamech, who has a son. And he decides to name this son Noah. Noah is the word that means rest. And when he he names him Noah... He says, this one will bring us rest from our painful toil as we work the ground. Lamech was this one, this descendant of Eve who was looking forward to one, this seed of the woman who would come and who would crush the serpent's head. There are many, many more throughout the Old Testament If I went through all of them tonight, I would use up all my preaching material for the next few weeks. (laughs) But what I'm getting at, from the very beginning, from the time when humanity fell, from the time when we were placed under this curse of the law, of this curse of sin and death, God was providing a way. He was promising a way that He would send someone, someone that would be a descendant of Eve, just as Jesus was, who would come and crush Satan's head for us. I used to be a long preacher. I would preach, I I, I preached messages that were uh, 50 minutes occasionally. I don't do that anymore. I found that our culture has changed and uh, people don't really have the time to to listen, uh, have the attention span to listen as much. So I looked at how long I am and I'm like, Really? Ten minutes? (laughs) But I've really come to what I wanted to say tonight. We come at this Christmas season, we come to worship Jesus. We come 
Because his name and his word is exalted above all else. We come to worship this one who was promised, who crushed Satan's head for us, who was the God-man, Emmanuel, God with us. Thank you for listening to this message from Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. For more information, please visit us at redeemerbaptistpanama.wordpress.com or you can like us on Facebook. Facebook.